Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the EPL Boys Podcast. You're home to everything English, Premier League, soccer, and a little bit more. My name is Matt, as always, joined by my best friend through the internet, JD. JD, we took a little break. Some of us were sick. Some of us were just fatigued. But I I am coming off of what I'm hoping is just a cold. Uh, the COVID tests, I have beaten them. I am negative. But... I am surviving, just barely, so if you boys and girls at home hear me hacking up a lung, uh, I pray I think I'm getting healthier, but JD, it's been a few weeks. How are we? Yeah, it's been, yeah, we took last week off uh, because I was, as you as you quoted, fatigued. Fatigued. Um, fatigued. I was very fatigued. I played, I played 18 holes two days in a row, so 36 holes in like basically 18 hours of golf. Uh, and, and which yeah, by the was, way, which which by the way, if you've never done it, that's a lot. That's a it's lot. It's a lot, of and no, it, and it's a, it's it's a lot. And it was it was last Sunday and Monday, which were like gorgeous days to play golf. At the same time, they were hot as shit. Yeah. So I mean, I was I mean I was more, not even fatigued. I I was sunburnt to a crisp on Monday. So I was just like, yeah, yeah. Matt, I I can't record. I am yeah. dead. No, I I, I get it. I, I, the sun physically drains you. Like, being out in the yeah. sun, yes. I understand having a ton of vitamin D, great for you, love it. Being outside is smart. Man, the sun physically just sucks the energy out of you. So, um, yeah, that's a lot of fucking golf for only a few days. But, yes, we're back. Uh, the EPL is not back, but goddamn, our transfer rumors flying like the 4th of July fireworks, which... By the way, by the next time you hear us, happy 4th of July. Happy birthday, America. Uh, overall, oh, happy birthday, me too. Yeah, it's my birthday. Shit, I'm going to be 30 years old the next time we're on this podcast. Wait, when's yeah. your birthday? The 5th. Oh, Do you know when my birthday is? No. Don't make me feel like shit. No, no, I'm a, but I'm a horrible fucking human being. If Facebook didn't exist, I wouldn't know who anyone's yeah. birthday is. Okay? No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying the the way you said that made it made it sound like oh you don't know when my birthday is like. <laughs> although although real facts don't wish me happy birthday across the world. I'm turning thirty and I'm trying to just not. I'm gonna pretend this one doesn't exist. Matt, like, you're gonna get something real nice in the mail. Uh, God, I can't wait for my Liverpool slash Philadelphia Union uh, jersey slash scarf. Matt, how much money do you think I make? <laughs> um, enough to be able to for half of one scarf, half of another, cut them in half, sew them together, and mail it to me. That is, it's not even the money <laughs> at that point. That's so much effort. Wow, you wouldn't put that effort in for me? Well, guess what, buddy? Your Manchester United New York Red Bull scarf is ugh, coming oh, in hot. <laughs> Oh, that's going to look so nice. I can't wait to watch you hang it on your wall and just be like, wait, did they ever play against each other? No, but <laughs> there it is. Um, yeah, so we're here. We're here. We're back. Um, I guess we talked about Man United at the end of last podcast, so we'll talk about them at the beginning. Um, JD, there's really only been one team so far out of the big six that has done nothing. No outs. 
no ends. Eric Ten Hag has officially taken over his Whoa. role at Manchester United. He led his first training session. Uh, apparently, the morale is high. JD, I hate to cut you off here. I'd like to make a point. The fuck are we doing? The fuck we doing? Like, what what, 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 what we doing? What like, do you mean no outs? What do you mean no outs? Paul Pogba, I don't consider I, Jesse I don't con- Lingard. I, again, players I don't consider outs. Players I just <laughs> like... I, I, those are I'm talking about players who have effect like affected the game, not uh not one individual game. I'm talking games in plural. Um, yeah, Paul Pogba's out, gone. That was the most expensive loan ever, like a five year loan worth a hundred million dollars. Yikes. Um, the only thing worse than that loan though is Paul Pogba's documentary, which is the lowest rated documentary the 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 lowest rated documentary on the internet i think at the moment imdb yeah uh it's a one out of ten there is a famous quote going around the internet from a troll page that goes one out of ten wow that sounds like a typical paul pogba performance for manchester united wait 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 is it united trey I have no, I have no idea who it is because tell he, me it's United Trade because I bet I bet we'll bring up those receipts of when you guys re-signed Paul Pogba and he said oh, he was going to be the greatest player in the world. Um, the coolest intro video of all time, like they, the Manchester United literally out literally went out got a rapper Stormzy to literally create a song for an intro video. Gotta love it gotta love it but yeah let's talk about it frankie de young apparently this deal is on par to being finished soon so apparently verbal agreements from both manchester united and barcelona apparently have been agreed upon now it's completely between the agent and the team 65 million euros is around the asking price now jd this is a lot that's that's a lot but at the same time, you look at Frankie de Young's age, we were both very surprised last time to only find out he's like 24 or 25 years old. That's a pretty good amount of money for a player of his quality. Yeah, I mean, um, I think the two teams still have to work out the Harry Maguire clause in that deal. Because I think if they include Harry Maguire in the deal, it's going to be 75 million euros, actually. Yeah, yeah but uh, that, that, hold on, hold on, let's, hold on, you know what? Let's bring it back one second. Let's bring it back actually one second. Was that a real thing? I, yeah, I, I, bo- bo- yeah, boys and girls, this is like ESPN said this stuff. Xavi tried to get Harry Maguire a part of the De Young deal, and Man United said no. <laughs> what? Are you telling me they're going to give us one of their best players and in return they're going to take our worst? And you said no? Harry Maguire has the Glazers nudes saved and blackmailed. That's it. That's That's got to be the only way. <laughs> I just, I, I, I no, because it really, I, at this point, I don't fucking know. How do you reject Harry Maguire not going to Barcelona? Like, how, who is the person who stops that? Who is the person at Manchester United who went, no, Harry Maguire's here for our future? Who said that? I want to know who said that. Like, <laughs> names. I want receipts. I want I names. Want, I right want now. emails. No, I want the emails to the people <laughs> who are writing that saying, nah, let's keep that Harry Maguire guy. Maybe it'll work out. Fuck out of here. But apparently, 
Some reports are saying that the Dayong deal could be done within the week. Man, Eric Ten Hag is hell-bent to get uh, Dayong a part of the preseason squad, which leaves about a month from, you know, a few days ago. So I can see the deal getting done, but United have to really go in for some other business. Uh, apparently, they've also been linked with Antony. Uh, the winger from Ajax, uh, one of Ten Hag's favorite players over at Ajax when he coached them last year. Roughly, it's looking like this deal could go for about 50 to 55 million euros. JD, you think it's a good thing? Do you think United need a little boost in the uh, offensive part of the field? I mean, they need a little boost in every part of the field. Um, apparently, I, not, I, apparently not at center back. Yeah, apparently center apparently. back is where we're good. Um, I think I think the one thing United shouldn't fall into a trap uh, with is the classic manager coming in and raiding his former players. That never works out, and I I just I, I just don't think like that's where that's where all the wings are. It's like okay, Frankie De Jong, fair. I mean that's that's a good well maybe not world class yet. He's still pretty young. It's like oh no, isn't he like twenty four twenty five? Uh, Harry Maguire is like 28. <laughs> no, no, Frankie de Young. Oh, Frankie de Young. Oh, uh, yeah, he's like 25 years old. Yeah, he's 25. I, that's still a good age. He, he he can he can attain world class status. I think in his career, I think he can do that. He is good enough. Um, so that's not a big thing. But like another former Ajax player under Ten Hag, you know, being linked, and it's like okay, like you know, I I just don't. I I hate it when I see like a new a new manager comes in and just says like, oh, let's raid my former team. Of players it's like that never works out and that being and, said yeah. Anthony I, I don't know if he's worth that amount of money like 40 or 50 million because the Eredivisie is not the same league but at the same time you know we, we've had some gems come out of that league so who knows Manchester United have monopoly money it, they always have it doesn't matter money doesn't matter to them well, so so actually that's a funny part so um Richard Arnold, which is one of the executive chiefs for Manchester United, uh, recently actually that got sounds like at, a really rich old white guy. Yeah, so no, nah, he's Richard I think Arnold. he's I, th I think he's in his fifties, give or take. But he's someone newer at the club, not new, but newer at the club. He he's made it public that Manchester United will not will have tighter windows over the last year. A lot of people have labeled it a completely un uh, uh, unacceptable spending over a billion dollars over a 10-year period and having nothing to show for it. Manchester United apparently is going to do everything in their power to tighten up that. So they're not going to just spend money freely anymore, it sounds like. It sounds like United are going to be a little bit smarter, but there's a very thin line between, between being smarter and just cheap. Because right now it looks like Man United are being just cheap. Eric Ten Hag has now been at the club for, like, he got here early. The window's been open now, what, JD? Uh, a, a few weeks now? Like, well, technically uh, the window has, hasn't opened yet. Yeah, but it I'm talking... July 1st. Yeah, but I'm talking about people have the, like, have the ability to kind of get things on the line, things done, jerseys end of the, in end, end. End of the season. Just yeah. So, yeah, end of the season. So, you, you, you've had him there for a while. United ha have, they have the list of players he wants. Why is this taking so long? Like, Players don't want to go. <laughs> and, and but hey, dude, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. But you know what? Like you gotta you gotta do something. And if that means paying a few bucks extra to get the guy you want in the club, you gotta do it. 
you gotta get some moves. You gotta get movement around because this Man United side is destined to finish in eighth place next year. Like eighth place is screaming at me with no changes to the club. So we're gonna have to see what happens um, next. Coming up, Newcastle. Finally making some moves as a club. Uh, bringing in Nick Pope for like 10 million euros. That's a great deal. I thought I, it was only like eight. Maybe it was eight million pounds. Uh, eight million that, pounds. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah that sounds right then. Yeah. Give or take, it's in that ballpark. But yeah, um, JD, that's an amazing move. That is that is such a good move for Newcastle. Yeah, it's a good... I mean, I Nick Pope is a fantastic goalkeeper. Um, I honestly feel bad for Martin Dubrovka. Because uh, I think he's a really good goalkeeper that they already have on the books. Uh, I don't. I don't think that was their biggest need. Um, but you know, for for that kind of deal, like it's it's Nick Pope coming from Burnley, just got relegated. Of course, you're gonna get a good deal. So I, I guess I, in that sense, it's a no brainer. Like you get him. He he's is probably better than Dubrovka in the long run. But it, uh, what I mean by this is I just don't think that that was their biggest need to address. But when you have the checkbook that Newcastle now has, it doesn't matter. They'll pro they could sell Dubrovka for as as much, probably more than they bought Pope for. So yeah. I, yeah. And it, and it is probably a slight upgrade on Dubrovka, but I really like Dubrovka. I think he's a very good goalkeeper. But yeah, Nick Pope, um, he deserves to play in the Premier League. Yeah, uh, I think he was being really he was he was being held back at Burnley for sure, um, and I think this this will, God fucking damn it! I hope he plays for England in the World Cup because you fucking for sure, mm, Pickford does not deserve a second in an England shirt. Not even in the squad. He he does not deserve to be in the squad, let so, alone start for England. So so right now, on the, like just right now, fire take. Top three goalies that go to the World Cup for England. Oh, oh, Pickford's gonna start. Are you kidding me? No, I'm saying like Southgate's you, an eight. No, I'm saying if it's your choice, your choice. Oh, oh, prob well, Pope, uh, Henderson, and after after that, anybody but Pickford. Uh, Heaton, um, fucking Johnson. Ben Foster at this point. Yeah, like I don't care. John, like, uh, jo Sam Johnstone. From, uh, oh, Sam Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, No. Sam Johnson. Yep. He's number three. Yeah. So, uh, other big signing for Newcastle. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Sorry. 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 I'm dumb. I'm dumb. Nick Pope, Aaron Ramsdale. Wow. And Sam Johnston. It wasn't a long Dean, time ago. Dean Henderson where... doesn't. Dean Henderson yeah. doesn't need to go. No, I don't think Dean Henderson goes either. Uh, funny enough, Dean Henderson apparently is on, going on loan to Nottingham Forest. I think that's a great deal for all parties involved. Um, back to Newcastle, though. Sven Botman, the U21 Dutch center back going from Lille. $32 million to Newcastle. JD, Botman chose Newcastle over AC Milan, the Scudetto winner. Because he says he likes the project at Newcastle. Now, is that he likes the project or he likes the money, the money that the Newcastle money. <laughs> just gave him? Like, that's yeah, a lot. The money. the money, but also, like, you, you know, AC Milan probably could, could have paid him a lot too, but Newcastle is going to spend around him as well. So I, I think, I, I'm not saying it's the best move for him, but it's not, it's not the worst thing. 
like for his career because I think Newcastle is going to be good in the next couple years and he's still young enough that I he if it doesn't work out in two seasons and he's playing well he'll be able to get that move to AC Milan or someone someone like that down the road yeah no absolutely absolutely um yeah I think this is a good move for Newcastle 100% um definitely invest invest young like that's honestly what I was hoping Newcastle would do. I was really hoping Newcastle didn't just come in and buy all old superstars and try to just, like, build a dream team kind of concept. Like, they look like they actually have a project, and they have Steve Howe as the coach, and I think that's something that... I think it's going to work. I think Newcastle this year easily finished top 10. Um, Did you and say Steve Howe? Uh, Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe, my apologies. <laughs> Who is Steve Howe? Why does Steve Howe work? It's Eddie Howe. I know it's Steve, Eddie Howe. Steve Bruce was the former no no i'm even thinking like an actor or something like does Steve, is stevie how a name is that a name i'm thinking Someone's of a... like howie mendel no from... no no i'm i'm not thinking of i never think of howie mendel let's let me just <laughs> let me just say that out loud if this is deal or no deal on howie mendel it's always going to be no deal um oh, man he's like the pep guardiola of game show hosts a ball nah. of fraud. Oh my! Ooh. Oh, <laughs> oh! The hottest takes coming from JD today. Um, we're gonna hop over to one of the clubs in London. Chelsea have been making a lot of talks, a lot of moves. We already. We I don't think we talked about it yet because we had our little break. But Romelu Lukaku is going back to Inter. Ten million dollars on. Didn't loan. see that one. Yeah. Didn't see that one coming. Oh man. Um. Yeah. This. This. This pushes Lukaku to worst signing of the season. 100%. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, spending $100 million and then just loaning him back for $10 million, like for uh, at a $90 million loss. And then I don't think there's an option to buy, but man, this is not good for Chelsea because I think Chelsea are still paying a chunk of his wages. So that's going to be tough. But yeah, JD, I don't know if you have a comment on that, but. That well, is, that's, yeah, that, that's what the ten million dollar loan fee is for. Is <laughs> it's, it's to to offset the seventy five percent wages that <laughs> Chelsea are still paying him. But um, yeah, uh, it's it's uh, it's like it's like Lukaku said, I want to be Paul Pogba, but in one season rather than five. Yeah. Um... Like I want to be Pogba, but quicker. I, I honestly, I have no comment on the matter. Um, United were at least able to keep Lukaku for like two and a half seasons, so yeah, we made our money back. I'm not mad about it, but yeah, you did. Wow, that is a, yeah. a very rare yeah. time. That yeah, wow. I think that's one of the few times where Man United like if and if we lost money, I don't think we lost a lot of money. I well, think we, it's you lost money on like wages, I guess, yeah. but. But it's not like he was that good for United, but, like, yeah, you did kind of make the transfer fee back, which, honestly, at that point is all you can, I think is what Inter, you can hope for. Funny enough, I think Inter still owe Man United money on that deal. Like, I don't think Inter has yet paid the full amount, so, um, yeah, get on that. Uh, next, next thing going on for Chelsea right now, apparently it was signed, sealed, delivered, and done. Rafinha was on his way over to Arsenal. Uh, record scratch... Rafinha might end up in a Chelsea jersey. Chelsea apparently have outbid the red side of London and apparently have made an extremely aggressive bid where both 
Leeds and Chelsea have complete have agreed to terms, and now it's going on to the player. JD, Rafinha was one of the hotter names in the Premier League going into this summer transfer window. How do you fare if he ends up at Chelsea? Um, well, <laughs> this kills me because Chelsea, the team that refuses to play with wingers, yet they have a plethora of them, <laughs> where Christian Pulisic is playing as a fucking right wing back. Like, I... I don't understand. They what like they they want to play like Tuchel wants to play this system of wingbacks. So stop fucking signing wingers. I I, I don't understand it. Like I, it doesn't make sense. I I think if you're if you're Rafinha and you're given the option of Arsenal and Chelsea, I think you take Chelsea for Champions League. Like I you're you're getting the same apartment or the same house in London. It's not. It's not like it's a location thing. You're you're gonna go to London regardless. So you, you don't live in the same spot. I think you take Chelsea for Champions League, but at the same time, you should probably get a, an assurance of your position because Christian Pulisic plays wing back for Chelsea a quarter of the time, which is one quarter too many. I I don't I don't understand Chelsea's system half the time. Um, when they do have out and out strikers like Lukaku, it doesn't work. When they try and play five in the back, Pulisic plays as a wing back. Uh, Marcus Alonso is still out there killing it on the left wing back spot. Well, well, um, aren't, aren't these? Well, isn't Marcus Alonso like players like Marcus Alonso? Aren't they on their way to Barcelona? Or, or well, that's yeah. I mean, yeah. the the Spanish laws are very much more lackadaisical. Um, so Marcus Alonso might be more interested in moving back to Spain. Um, I think his license might be reinstated by the time he gets back there, but. Uh, Yes, that might be a good move for him. I don't know. I can't say the same for anyone else in in the country of Spain that Marcus Alonso is going back there. But, yeah. It's soon we're not going to be able to make these jokes. If he he does move, we're not going to be able to make these jokes anymore. Um, we're basically now. yeah we're basically gonna have if you're a FIFA Ultimate Team player you're basically gonna have your end of an era Marcus Alonso jokes so we're gonna have yep. like yep. A five minutes at the end of one episode and we're gonna make just all the worst Marcus Alonso jokes we can make as, as like a send off to Marcus Alonso and his wonderful career at Chelsea uh, one more signing that could happen this year Ronaldo uh, well no please stop talking. <laughs> Come on, that was a report. That was a report. Yeah, yes, yes. So let's get this very clear. At one point in time, there was a rumor for four seconds that Cristiano Ronaldo was going to go to Bayern Munich. No, no, to Chelsea. I didn't even hear that one. That's how. No, low. that's what I was saying. We were talking about no. Chelsea. I, oh no, I'm saying there was a report oh, that's saying yeah, Chelsea were going to buy Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. That that sure. Okay. Oh, definitely. that'd be hilarious. Definitely. Um. Raheem Sterling apparently might be leaving Manchester City this summer uh, with the arrival of Erling Holland, uh, the places up at the front of that attack are going to become very thin. Sterling was on the outside looking in going into the end of the season. Apparently Pep Guardiola would be okay with the young Englishman leaving. I say young because he's still young. And the fact that this man will have played for Liverpool, Man City, and Chelsea all before like the age of like 28 is like massive Zlatan vibes. Like I, I got those massive like Andre Pirlo gonna just play for all the best clubs. Um, uh, Zlatan won the Champions League before he was twenty eight. Uh, ooh. No, Zlatan's never won the Champions League. Yeah, he has. I'm pretty sure. 
Uh, no, he did with no, Barcelona. No, sure. no, he did not. He did not. I remember because he's a part of a list of players who have never won the Champions League. But besides that point, Sterling going to, che- uh, to Chelsea is the exact same concept I have with Rafinha going to Chelsea, which is very agreeing with what JD said before. Why? Oh, you're right. <coughs> Damn. Never mind. Yeah. Why on earth would these offensive wingers go to a club that doesn't play with wingers? Like, you're not going to play a striker. Because you're not big enough to play a striker for that club. That means you're going to have to come back and play defense. And I don't think I've ever seen Raheem Sterling play defense a day in his life. And I don't even know if Rafinha would even want to play defense. This would strictly be a money move. Unless Thomas Tuchel is changing up his game plan. But I just don't see that happening. So we're going to have to just kind of overview these and kind of see what happens from there. Uh, over to another club from London, JD. Apparently, we are only a week or two away from Jesse Lingard making a return to West Ham. Do you want to see my shocked face? This is my shocked face. I am Should not have happened shocked. last year. I am not shocked. Not even at all. Not even a little bit. Not even for a second. Man United are the worst club on earth to not just fucking cash in when they should have. But it's okay. They're fucking idiots. Good for Jesse Lingard going back to West Ham. Good for him. I'm happy for him. Happy for Jesse. He should have gotten a send-off, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know who got that. a send-off? Divock Origi. Yes, we haven't made it to Liverpool. Liverpool is at the end of my list today because we have a bunch of things to talk about for Liverpool. Uh, really quickly, uh, Fulham apparently are another week or so away from signing Andres Pereira from Manchester United, roughly for about 10 million euros, give or take. Um, I have no opinion on this. Not even a little one. Go ahead. I totally forgot he was on my team for, like, two seasons. Oh, Pereira? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He scores one worldie in a uh, in a friendly, and everyone's like, oh, you guys are getting rid of talent. This guy's <clears throat> like, I, I, I forgot he was on the team. So, um, over to Arsenal now. Gabriel Jesus, JD. Gabriel Jesus looks to be, here we go, on his way to Arsenal. The rumors were piling up on this one. And honestly, I could... Again, we could all see it happening, but now it's a done deal. This is a massive signing for Arsenal. They've been looking for a solid number nine. And Gabriel Jesus, on his day, can perform. This seems like an absolutely massive signing for Arsenal, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, Eddie and Ketia is just, like, kicking rocks at this point. But, yeah, this is a huge deal. Um Gabriel Jesus is immediately their starting striker, for sure. Um, I mean, you lose Lacazette, you lose Aubameyang. You need somebody to fill that void. Uh, add another Brazilian, why don't you? Seems like that's what Arsenal wants to do. Get the Brazilian flair in. Maybe it'll work out just like Liverpool. Um, I don't know. It's a good deal. I would say I, I, I see no fault in it. I think it's like fifty between 50 and $60 million. That's probably a fair price. To be perfectly honest, that's probably what he's worth. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I'm. It's not like and it, and and it's not like you're getting a guy f- straight from Brazil where you don't know how he'll perform in the league. It's Gabriel Jesus. He's performed pretty well for City the last couple seasons. So <laughs> when he's played, so yeah. I think if you give him a full season at Arsenal, playing week in week out, knowing his position, not playing winger one one day, playing striker or false nine the next day. I think if you define his position for an entire season, I think he's a 20-goal-a-season striker. Now, will he do that for Arsenal is to be seen. 
but he could do that. He could do that for City if he played striker every fucking game. So we'll we'll have to see. It's a good signing. So yeah, I I agree one hundred percent. I think this is an absolute blockbuster signing. This is wonderful news for Arsenal. Um, this is big because, like you said, any consistency whatsoever, Arsenal now have a real number nine. And you're right. This is he's Premier League proven. We don't have to. Like, think, will he work or will he not work? He's proven. So, gotta love it. Um, Another another kind of semi-thing we could talk about for two seconds. Uh, Middlesbrough apparently is going to loan backup goalkeeper from Manchester City, Zach Steffen. JD, I must ask, this is good, correct? Yes, if he's going to be their new starter, which I assume he would be. Um... I'm hoping he would be because he needs to fucking play if he wants to go to the World Cup for the U.S. So this is, I think this is a move that probably should have happened two years ago. But now that it's a World Cup year, he's going to really be pushing for it. So that that's, I think it's a good move on for both parties. I don't really know who Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough's starting goalkeeper is. I, I couldn't tell you. But um, I'm assuming Zach Steffen would come in and be the number one. So... It's probably a good move just to get him playing time. Yeah. Um, it's not like Matt Turner is going to play much for Arsenal. And that's so, what uh, I was just about to say. Matt yeah. Turner is on his way to Arsenal. Um, Zach Steffen leaving a club to just be a backup, great move going into a World Cup summer. He He's going to want to get some minutes. He's got to start getting some consistent playing time because it, it seems that Greg Berhalter doesn't know who his guy is yet. And then on the opposite side of the coin, Matt Turner is going to Arsenal to be maybe the third string goalie there. Um, dude, that's not smart. I bet you he's probably grabbing the bag money-wise, but like, dude, you are going into a World Cup year. And unless Greg Berhalter has already said that you're his guy going into the World Cup, which I really fucking doubt, dude, this is not a good move. You are not going to get consistent time, and you're most likely going to play yourself out of contention to being the starting goalkeeper for the U.S. men's national team when the World Cup starts. that Zach Steffen, very smart, If as long as he's the starter. Matt Turner, not really that fucking smart. That was... And the, yeah, I, 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 I couldn't agree more. That's, like, dude, that's, that's, again... I mean, my bias aside of how much I fucking hate Matt Turner, just put that aside, you're right. It's not a good move. <laughs> I, as, yeah, yeah. It's no. just and and we're gonna finish up. Um, we have we have two more teams I want to talk about really quickly before we have some. We have one funny topic to talk about at the end of the podcast before fan questions. Uh, Liverpool, Liverpool have had an interestingly quiet off season so far when it comes to the ins. They filled a few gaps here or there. Um, you know, I say that all in the light of the fact that they just spent a hundred million dollars on a striker. Bear with me, people. Sadio Mane, out the door. Divacarigi, out the door. JD, it, it seems like that perfect, you know, that perfect Liverpool side is slowly starting to fade away. How are you feeling? I mean, it's not really fading away. I, Mane, at least it wasn't super sudden. Like, it was, it was, you know, it was a month and a half in the making. Um, it doesn't make it hurt any less. I'm still very sad. My... My Mane jersey is very sad. Um, every time I wear it from now on, we'll be a little less happy. But um, 
At least Liverpool fucking replaced him immediately. I mean, more than immediately. Like, before they even sold him, they had his replacement. So that's that's all I can ask for my club, um, honestly. Uh, and then I Liverpool's business this summer has been good overall. I mean, Darwin Nunez, yes, I do think we overpaid for him, but in this market, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, Fabio Carvalho, Carvalho from uh, from Fulham, I think is a good pickup. I think it was only like 7 or $8 million. Uh, he's 19, scored like 10 goals for Fulham last year in the championship. It's pretty fucking good for a 19-year-old. Uh, lots of uh, Harvey, Har- uh, Harvey Elliott vibes. Um, that'll be interesting. Him and Harvey next season, fully fit. And then, um, oh my God, uh, Calvin Ramsey, the right back they po- they brought in for like six and a half million pounds from Aberdeen in uh, in the Scottish League. That's more because I think they're about to sell Nico Williams. And what's funny is like you think like, oh, who cares about that? It's like, well, they're gonna get like twelve to fifteen million pounds for Nico Williams. Which, you'll say, oh, who's Nico Williams? Like, well, it's the backup to Trent Alexander-Arnold. And guess what? He's a full Wales international and plays every fucking game for him. So, and he was on yeah, he was on loan... Was he with Fulham last year? Yeah, I, th- I think he was on loan with Fulham last season. And he, and he scored a bunch of goals at right back. So, they'll get some pretty good money. And they brought in his replacement for half the price they'll get for him. I think it's just good. It's just good business. Uh... Calvin Ramsey's not gonna beat out Trent anytime soon, and I don't think he thinks that. Uh, but it makes sense; they're just profiting, and I don't know. It's good. Klopp says there's no more business this summer, but now you never know. Now, before yeah, I was gonna say before saying that, apparently Liverpool have officially put a price on Mo Salah. Unsure, oh unsure about his future going into the final year of his contract. Liverpool don't pay players they don't 400 like, yeah they don't pay them over 300 over 300 and over it kind of seems like usually. that's what mo salah is looking for jd on a scale of one to ten how worried are you that mo salah either gets sold this summer or he goes the rest of the season and then just leaves on a fray um i i like to be optimistic in this situation where i think i think Liverpool and Salah will come to an agreement that will suit both parties. I think Salah will break the Liverpool rule of over 300, but I think it will be beneficial to both parties. I I, I want to say they can work out a deal where it's not ridiculous. Salah, Salah is is by far worth 300,000 a week. He's not worth 400,000 a week. So if they can come to some agreement I, th- I think it can be beneficial to both parties. Maybe maybe with some kind of bonus for scoring 30 Premier League goals. Premier League goals. Like, I I don't know. I, I, I think they have to come to, to a, uh, a, an agreement because I think Salah wants to be there. I think he does. And, you know, the three Champions League finals in five seasons kind of shows that the team's there. You know, they're, they're as good as as anyone else, you know, getting to trophies. Like, so I, I don't, I don't think moving for Salah, moving to a different team where he doesn't know the system as well, where he hasn't become the player he is. I just don't, I, I, I don't see it. And, and, you know, I could have said that the same thing about Mane, but I, I don't see both of them leaving. 
um, in, in a short time span. I, I just don't see it, especially this summer. I, I saw us going nowhere this summer. He even said that. Like He's like, I'm not going anywhere this summer. He's like, I'm going to play next season for Liverpool. So, even if they lost him on a free, honestly, whatever. The grass is not always greener once you leave Liverpool. Yeah. As many players have seen. Yeah, it's... Liverpool, don't be stupid here. That's all I have to say. Liverpool, don't be stupid. Pay the man. Pay the man. Just, just give him his money. He's yeah. He's, even if it's, even if it's like not, like, look, people are like, I think what people scoff at is like thinking Salah wants three hundred seventy-five thousand pounds a week on a five-year contract. That's probably not what he's what he wants, or or what that's probably not what's on the table. Like he probably wants three hundred seventy-five thousand pounds for like a three or four-year deal, and Liverpool might do it for a two-year deal. And that would be, I mean, that would be beneficial. Like, add, tack two more years on. So, basically, three years left on his contract. Well, I guess that's not really how a contract would work. Because then he would be getting paid more for next season. So, I whatever. It's not going to be a five-year deal. That's the thing. Like, you're going to pay the man, but it's not going to be a five-year brand-new contract. It's going to be, like, a two- or three-year deal. So, I, I don't know. It is. We'll, we'll have to see. I, he's yeah. not leaving this summer. There's no way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would be, I mean, that would be one of the shocks of the whole summer if, if something like that were to happen. No, um, it's not happening. <laughs> All right, final bit of transfer news. Um, Kieran Phillips from Leeds on his way to Manchester City. Basically, I'm Calvin assuming, Phillips. Calvin, my apologies, Calvin <laughs> Phillips, Kieran Phillips. Jesus, what is going on with names with me today? I was like, who the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> uh, Calvin Phillips on his way from leads to manchester city 45 million pounds give or take around there um basically i'm looking at that as kind of just a backup to rodri you're looking at someone who's filling that fernandino uh, fernandino um hole that's in the club now um that's a lot of money for a backup cdm i'm not gonna lie to you but <laughs> i was gonna say rodri was filling that Fernandinho hole. Yeah. Well, I'm talking. Well, that's what I'm saying. The backup. Like I'm saying, he's yeah. I know. The I know. Backup. I know. Like it, it's. I know. This is a lot of money for a player. And again, this is still the same summer that they just spent money on Erling Holland. But this is this is the same summer. Like I. It's it's a, it's it's, it's a prime Manchester City deal. Are you kidding me? Like Nathan Ake for forty million pounds. Jack at this point, Jack Realish. I. This is the most Manchester City signing it could possibly be like i am not surprised in the slightest that they just bought calvin phillips for 45 million pounds to not start over rodri because he wouldn't he 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 wouldn't he should have gone to i mean he would look great at manchester united if they built around him he would be a great he would be a great six honestly i think if man united got the goddamn day young deal done they could look at other players and not sit here and fuck like i just exactly imagine imagine a new midfield duo i mean obviously you want a third person because i don't think anybody at the club currently is good enough to play for manchester united but if you had calvin phillips with de young just sign me even sign on the same day you get that classic yeah. like same day signing they're both holding up their shirts next to each other yeah. that would be incredible dude but I, of course united wouldn't dude, do that <laughs> i could even see a midfield four i could have seen a midfield four of like you could have bruno de young 
Vanderbeek is coming back, and I think Vanderbeek is going to really enjoy well, playing. Well, Br- Bruno, yeah, you, yeah. You, a midfield of, of Phillips sitting behind Bruno and 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 De Jong would be yeah. a very 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 good midfield. It's crazy, like that. All we need is one good CDM and not two half-ass CDMs, and we can kind of figure the fuck out. But don't worry, it's it's not going to happen. I'm not allowed to be happy. Um, that's really it for the transfer news. One final thing, JD. All or nothing for Arsenal. It's Ooh, com- it's coming out. What I'm so are- excited. Oh, I am. I- are you are you really excited? Because guess what? You know who it's gonna be next year. Yeah, I that's that's I I I, would, I can already I can already hear the Amazon like I would, production trucks rolling into Old Trafford. I would very much not be of good health if I found <laughs> out Man United was gonna be all or nothing, like. <laughs> They are, what what other club are they gonna do? They have it has to be United next year. Next year, I just I I'm, and you think the Glazers aren't gonna eat up all that Amazon money? I just I just just leave me alone. I, my mental health cannot take all or nothing. The Man United edition, I can't. Yeah. Like, but Arsenal Arsenal is gonna be good. Like, it's gonna be good. Yeah, it's it's I'm I'm excited, but they finished above us. So what the what the fuck am I gonna laugh about? Um, that's really it when it comes to, like, things we were going to talk about today. We have a few fan questions, so thank you if you submitted a fan question. We'll start with Michael. Michael, thank you again. We already talked about Zach Steffen is likely going to Middlesbrough. What are your guys' thoughts? Uh, I think we both kind of got our point across, um, during the episode, so Mike, thank you again. Uh, I think it's good. I think it's good for him. I think it's good for the Team USA, because if Zach Steffen is getting consistent playing time as a starting goalkeeper i believe on talent he is the best goalkeeper america has to offer so you know i i'll enjoy him playing consistently and not the one every other carabao cup or fa cup game yeah it's it's a good move if if he which i assume he's coming into middlesbrough as the starter um yeah it's a good move in a world cup year that's that's what you need from, from a national side, you need that. You need your goalkeeper playing consistently and not being Matt Turner and being the third string keeper at Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, next question coming from JC. Oh, we have an America question. Who is going to win the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup? Let me rephrase your question, JC. Who is going to win the greatest cup competition that the world has ever seen? Messi and Ronaldo are sheer little mice in this game called life because they have never entered the greatest cup competition that is the U.S. Lamar Hunt Open Cup. Now to bring it all the way back. Hi, my name's Matthew Sai, and I am so far into the Red Bull making a run. Whew, I might as well let the tattoo that I just got on my fucking bicep dry that just says 2022 U.S. Open Cup champions. Nah, fuck that. I think the Red Bull will make it to the final, and in classic Red Bull style, they'll fucking lose. Um, the teams right now, out of the West, you have Kansas City and Sacramento, a USL club, I might add. Being this far for the first time ever, a USL team has made it this far. And then the Red Bull are patiently waiting to see the winner of nashville versus orlando and then whoever wins that game will host the red bull um i i don't know jd i i think kansas city's gonna beat sacramento because yeah i think that's just gonna happen and then i think the red bull have the ability to beat nashville or orlando um 
both being on better form, but the only thing is, is the Red Bull would have to travel. So, I, I think the Red Bull can get into the final, but I think Kansas City will beat the Red Bull. I don't want to say it out loud, because I'm going to be all in. If the Red Bull make the final, I'm all fucking in. Like, I'm just, I'm booking flights to KC, baby. So, let's do it. Yeah, um, as as great of a competition as the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup is. The greatest competition. Uh, the Philly Union dropped out to rest. at the hands of Orlando City to rest. like two months ago. Yeah. And uh, guess what? I couldn't even watch that game. They, like, there was no stream of it. Like, there was oh, yeah. no well, stream well, available. Well, it was on... All their games are on ESPN+. No. Plus. Well, no, because you have... No. Because you're blacked out. Because you're blacked out because you... No, they weren't even showing that game on ESPN+. Plus. It was played in Orlando. That's weird. Is, yeah, I know. They literally said there were there was no stream. Like, the, the Philly Union Twitter was like, follow along for the live tweets because there's no fucking stream. They didn't say fucking, but, you know, they may as well have. It was ridiculous. So yeah. I, I I don't really care for the tournament anymore. I'm sorry. It's it's not a real tournament anymore. And it's not because the Union aren't in it. It's because literally I couldn't watch the yeah. fucking game. No, I, and you're allowed. And you're allowed to have that anger. I'd be really fucking pissed off if I couldn't watch one of the games. Um, But yeah, um, we'll have to see. We'll, we'll find out the final team. Uh, I think it's Thursday. I think Orlando and Nashville play. So... We'll have to uh, <coughs> we'll have to see from there. Um, next question uh, coming from Justin. Happy birthday, by the way, Justin. Uh, Justin, does Sterling truly make sense at Chelsea? Um, no, no, no. I think <laughs> we both I think we both kind of said it during the episode. Uh, yeah, it. He is an attacking winger who doesn't track back and defend for a team that doesn't play offensive wingers. You're trying to jam a circle block into a square hole, and it just it just doesn't fit. Um, I could still see Sterling leaving. Like I think there's other clubs that he can go to, but I don't see. I personally don't see Chelsea being a good choice unless he's getting the bag, which Chelsea have been known to give players the bag. So. Yeah, he can get the bag if he wants to play left wing back uh, in Marcus Alonso's spot. Yeah, I just, I don't, I just don't, I don't see it working. I, I personally don't. And then, no, I don't either. Yeah, and then the final one of our final question coming from Andy. Andy, thank you again. How have you been enjoying the transfer window so far? Um, kill me, kill me slowly. Like, oh, um, I've been great. I've uh, been great, Andy. Um, Thanks yeah, for asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JD's doing fine. J- JD's fine. JD's team wins things. JD's teams buys players. But let's not talk about Matt, okay? On every podcast, there's one really upset, depressed soul, and hi, that's me. My team has been hooked on one guy who doesn't even want to be here. Like, <laughs> dude, we said no. We're going to end this podcast on this. We said no to giving up Harry Maguire. Are you kidding me? I'm. St- I just. I thought that was a joke report, and then <laughs> I found not, out it was not it's a not joke. It's not a joke report. Like, why? Oh my god! Forget about. Forget about. You realize the best part about that entire deal would not have been De Young coming here, like, <laughs> like that would have been the extra. Like you ordered. Like that's like the, that's like the five guys order of transfers. 
Yes. Is De Young the burger? Yeah. But Harry Maguire giving him away is the five scoops of fries they've put in your bag. You didn't expect it, but that was the best part of the whole meal. Regular or Cajun? I don't like the Cajun there. I like Cajun. Ooh, I like really? I like Cajun fries at other places. I'm not a fan of Cajun fries at Five Guys. Ah, see, the Cajun fries are good. No, I don't good. always order them. They're but good. Like, no, no. Here's the thing. Don't get me wrong. I will always order. I know. I will always order Cajun fries, but I think Cajun fries are better at other places. Like I. No, see, I, I don't always order the Cajun fries at Five Guys, but when I do, they're fantastic. Yeah. Um. Why? Why on earth could I not get one win? Like, just one. Harry Maguire... Because you're, because ha- you're a Man United fan. Harry Maguire leaving in the deal for Frankie de Young is... Imagine, I, you, imagine Maguire at Barcelona. That'd be whole, fucking hilarious. Yeah, imagine a midfield duo of PK and uh, Harry Maguire. Um... They do just look at each other, watching very fast strikers run at them, and just go, nah, we good. Like, we are... Imagine Harry Maguire in Spain. Just forget about... Well, Harry Maguire would just fight people, because wherever he goes in the world, he fights people. So, um... Fighting around the world. That's my that's my center back. Um, alright. We are getting into the 50th minute of this podcast, and I am done being upset. Um... Thank you once again, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, for listening and hanging along to another episode of the EPL Boys Podcast. Uh, if you haven't already, go on our Instagram, give us a follow at the EPL Boys for all the updated EPL Boys news. As well, make sure whatever streaming service you're listening on, you're listening to us on right now, please make sure you hitting the subscribe button and a five star review. As always, guys, be safe, be well. My name is Matt. For JD, guys, we will see you next time. Peace out.